This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. I just am stepping away from uh, working on the story, the, the endless story, inner conflict, resolving the inner conflict through writing and it's interesting to think of it that way as well let's say you know putting one's own life you can't help put your own life in there and to so that's the topic and we'll just start off from there so we're putting our own life into the story even even if we intentionally are rejecting that and saying <clears throat> oh you know, I don't want anything of me in there. That too, that rejection, that's part of it. That sort of, I don't want to see myself in the work. I don't want to influence. I don't want to have my politics. Uh, or it is even the politics of that sort of neutrality. It'd be interesting to read something that had no politics. It you know, didn't take a side at all which is sounding very much like a um, theme. Arguing sides, taking, and ultimately taking a side. <clears throat> uh, or just say, you know, you're leaving it up to the reader. You, pre- you present them with this argument, and ultimately it's up to the reader. putting yourself into the work. From my perspective, I'm, I'm looking at it as kind of peeling this onion at times that the layers are very uh, thick and it's easy to get to the core in easy-ish that say, I'll get to the core and I'll be able to uh, see what's going on. I'm thinking of just recently where I was able to get out of the city and just have this sort of brief uh, movement, this brief action, and transplant just momentarily. It's like over a weekend. But it had a a good uh, impact, like say a shift, and and two, I wasn't really able to do uh, any working on the story. I wasn't able to do that because <clears throat> I was behind the wheel. Speaking of which, this is interesting. I'm looking at this like really square vehicle. <laughs> very boxy and I, I think they're hoping they're hoping on that banking on it and th- that would be an inter- interesting response a, re- a rejection uh, to the, the sort of sleek roundedness um, and going back to something like uh, vans those old vans said like passing by a van nice wind chimes right so back to this question of of the storyteller the author <clears throat> just at a intersection ish Right, so we sit down, we look at the thing. We might not necessarily see it in the sense of, oh, you know, this is my headspace, or, you know, or I am taking it apart, right? And 
uh, wrestling with it and what is the intention of the thing. Am I, am I editing with the notion of selling it and you know, wanting it to appeal? Or is it for a particular audience that, you know, that say, what appeals to me appeals to them? Or is it just purely the stage of you know, one's own interest and preoccupation? a uh, short story that I'm working on right now. It's hitting, it's hitting a number of those questions, and it's for a particular group of people. Hello. <laughs> Dogs seem to provide, at least in my case, like say, you know, I will say hello to a dog. I might not say hello to the owner, but the owner ends up saying, usually you know, hello back for the dog. Right, so... So we sit down and we look at... We look at the story and start asking about how to improve it, how to make it better. Uh, is there a way to craft it? Is there a way to to look at it? Um, one, one of the responses to that is to not being to sort of change one's own perception, not being, uh, not thinking of it in the in the way of, oh, this is me, but instead putting on that different hat, you know, the editor's hat, the reader's hat, and trying to get out of our own head. <clears throat> uh, that's pros and cons. That's, and, uh, you know, Easy at times, more difficult at others. With this short story that I'm doing, and to, I'm doing it because it, it, it sort of it is uh, important that say uh, it has something important going on that uh, the other work, uh, the work in progress works in progress, these multiple projects, that it, this short story has this priority immediacy uh, to say what's going on. Uh, and even, even in talking about it, I find my, myself asking, well, well what, what's that? What's that in my current situation where the story uh, and two, I've, I've mentioned it before, and it has to do with it has to do with taking a journey, which which I did recently, and it has to do with posing uh, big questions to the main character. That the main character is there's this. I, I suppose it could be self-reflexive that say I'm looking at the main characters and seeing aspects of myself and allowing it rather than subverting it sort of engaging and thinking of okay pouring myself into this uh, temporary project and dealing with things that are going on and I'm sort of going through this this playlist of I was like okay what are these things what's what's up in the life of moss what's what's the big important things uh, to take care of and to say for for you uh, in your writing adventure it's going to be specific to you 
that there are things uh, happening uh, in your day-to-day existence that, um, that say, take you away from writing in a way. Like, say, you might be working on a project and then all of a sudden you're pulled away to another project. And that, that there's, there's frustration, but I'm arguing that it has a purpose and that there's something going on. Say, you know, it, one work in progress can deal with a certain area, whereas another is, is going to be focused on something different. And two, that's something that I didn't, I've not looked at really. I've kind of accepted, but there's also been this frustration and uh, trusting of the process. But hopefully, say, I, I'm shifting towards um, utilizing it, using it, so that these issues. Uh, and tackling these issues, attempting to comprehend these issues, that it becomes fodder for productivity. So how am I doing that? I'm embracing the main character or the point of view character as uh, as an expression of of myself. That 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 character is dealing with whatever whatever problems uh, exist. A while ago, and for a while, I've been talking about writer's block as as this issue to be tackled. That it is the anti uh, <laughs> antagonist. There we go. It is the it is the nemesis. It is the villain. So we can kind of drop it in there and, and that uh, both the setting and the character that are, that are against us, the writer, that we, can, that we can look at those, sort of reframe them. And two, it's, it's, it's weird and interesting that as, as I've shifted gears, moved over to this other project, that there's this wealth of creativity going on. But it's sort of, say, it's addressing important stuff. Some of the stuff is uh, external, and the story is external. And it gets me thinking about, oh, well, why have I latched on to this issue? And... As I go, I find it's it's more profound that there's more value in in pursuing that question. Also, theme suddenly is is compressed and condensed, rather than having a novel where you're arguing back and forth the two sides. You know, sort of every scene uh, has to be working for the theme. And in in a short story, all of a sudden you've got one scene, two or three scenes, maybe, uh, depending on how you're going to do it. But there's this huge compression of theme, and you really have to just get to the point, right, of, 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 what, the, of what the argument is. I like, too, the notion of, you know, we're just, we're presenting the argument. It's not, it's not a message, it's actually a number of messages, and it's up to the reader to make up their mind. I like I like that much much better. So how do we choose? I think I think we don't. I think that it's more that the issues choose us. Um, it is helpful in comprehending, but just to go back to Ray Bradbury again. It really does have to do with feeling. It has to do with uh, emotions. It has to do with with that part of it. So it's less headspace and it's more gut space. It's interesting too that we 
want so much. And, and here I'm speaking to the writers that struggle with uh, writer's block, that we want so much to do a particular thing, uh, regardless of what, what that story is. Um, and then there's the struggle of facing, facing what you ought to be writing about, what you need to be writing about, versus what you want to be writing about. Uh, in that is this confrontation. And dealing with what it is that, yeah, dealing it with what it is that uh, we're having trouble with. I'm just thinking about my, uh, my second book, it's a sequel how much changed in it, but also reaching this point where I'm not writing about what I need to be writing about. Um, there's a kind of a lesson there. I can plan all I want, but... And to hear, like say, people will leave it up to uh, inspiration, or muse, and, you know, oh, I have no control over this, I have no say, you know, wherever the wind takes me. So I'm, I'm suggesting a slightly different perspective, and, and saying, rather than sort of leaving it up to chance, fully engaging with it, and saying, no, 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 this is my subconscious, this is necessary, and this is moving me in a direction that is uh, helpful. E even though I might find myself writing about the strangest stuff, it is the stuff that I need to be working on. Uh, part of it too, say, uh, I find myself, I'm writing, I'm writing about other characters, but I keep seeing the pattern of my own life in them and the the dilemmas my own personal dilemmas in them so i'm not doing i'm not writing the memoir and i'm not or say even what's happening currently it's more sort of uh as as i'm working on it so i've done a first draft and i'm in the i'm in the second second third draft territory It's a different headspace, the short story. Whereas with longer works, that there's this feeling of, it's like, oh, you know, I can, I have the time. And two, you could spend a lot of time on a short story. But I, I just find myself that I'm sped up and... That that the the notion of a deadline is more accessible. One one thing in in writing. And and writing about stuff that you know say is rings true, and. Uh, rings true and brings you home. It's that <laughs> just sort of going through going through this, okay, follow through on this. Come on, Moss. It it gets back to the writing about what you know, but in in more of a sense of uh you're, you're writing about something and you accept it. Um, and the, the writing you know some, about something you know, that what you know, that it, it is within the work, that you see the sort of familiarity, the patterns, uh, situations 
right? I say, oh, I know that situation. Or, oh, that situation is very similar to something, you know, somewhere I've been, something I've done, something I experienced. Now I'm just thinking of the, uh, the process of rejection. In my, in my own situation, there's things that I'm not supposed to uh, think about, and there's things I'm not supposed to talk about, I'm not supposed to share or communicate, and which is weird because even when you try not to talk about something, you end up communicating it, or people, like say, have, over the years have said to me, you know, I'm getting a feeling, right? I, you know, this communication, are you trying to tell me something? You're like, no, no. But they're getting red flags, or they're reading me. And, and I'm, I'm sort of going back, thinking about, say, culture, and thinking about uh, how one is programmed or conditioned. Normally, normally and naturally, as part of the uh, enculturation process, you know, that we have rules and regulations on how to do things, which is a great reason to go travel and to come back, return, and to have that those moments of seeing one's own culture uh, objectively. So standing outside and looking, looking at it and going, oh my gosh, you know, this, the way we do things. Uh, and start thinking about the reason why. Why do we do things like that? The, the purpose of them. Because they're not, you know, just by chance. We might go through them with uh, blinkers on, but that they serve a function. And I, I remember one good reason, or one good explanation, somebody was talking about the border between the United States and Mexico, is, has to do with definition, right? That the border is like this agreement that defines the identity of both sides. Oh, we are not you, regardless of which side you stand on. Oh, we are this other thing. We do something. We do things different. Right. So, uh, sitting down at the desk and cranking out the words and the terrible moment where you're looking at it and going, oh no. <laughs> I see myself in the work. And I wanted to see uh, Frank Herbert, or I wanted to see J.R.R. Tolkien, right? Not this uh, goofy fella. Uh, and to embrace that goofy fella, to to go to go with it. And and there's all the interesting sort of you know turning the dials and everything, like the, um, like the wizard uh, behind the curtain uh, in The Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention. It's just a guy. It's just a guy behind the curtain. But, you know, you're uh, creating all the sound effects and the illusions, uh, the pyrotechnics. But it, it isn't that important, though, in in entertaining. Like, say that you do, you want to be catapulted, you want it to be taken to, and to disconnect from reality, and have that immersive experience of the imagination. Yeah, definitely, of course. I, I think, though, that that's more in the polish. And when you get to the theatrical, that, uh, that that is through working with others. Um, kind of like the difference of, say, 
a novel and then an adapt adaptation. Um, you know, film, streaming series, video series. Uh, and uh, that part of that is sitting down with um, the producers, writers, uh, screenwriters, uh, actors, directors, and uh, hammering this thing out uh, for a broader audience. Uh, and making t decisions that could go either way. I'm just thinking of the the Marvel movies where Hawkeye uh, is not concerned about his secret identity. You know, whoosh. He doesn't wear a cowl, no mask. You can see his face, his features. Versus the comic books where he conceals his identity. Uh, and then you have... And it it works. There's enough of a balance with... With, with other characters who, who conceal their identity. And then flipping over to another adaptation, uh, The Inhumans, which, which I, I, I felt disappointment and slammed. and uh, I didn't even finish watching the series because, because for me, th there was so much importance in... Uh, in the secret identity, and I, I, I did an episode, I think, where I argued about, it wasn't fully about that, but I got into the whole secret identity notion, and that it was, a, it was supposed to be a community, an entire city of people who uh, were superpowered and had secret identities. That's what I was arguing, that in the superpower was this desire to sort of cover yourself up and even just like with a little sort of black mask over your eyes. Now I'm wonderfully lost in, in, the, in thinking about uh, identity and concealment. Just as a segue, I've been reading uh, Borges. <laughs> now I've forgotten the first two couple names. Louis is in there. Um, Argentinian writer. Um, more literary than fantasy, but definitely fantastical. And uh, and so I was getting through this collection of stories, and summing it up for myself that it seems to be labyrinths, which is what the uh, collection is called. Uh, so it has labyrinths, but it's also uh, concerned with uh, death and mirrors, I think is the next one. But I just found, found myself kind of reveling in this. Uh, yesterday, yeah. And with mirrors, we sit down and we look into mirrors. So, uh, as as a writer, I'm I've set out on this quest to do this thing, to be this this type of person who does this thing, and I found great purpose in it but also that it's deeply troubling. And in a sense, there is a kind of mask quality that that one brings to the project um, because of the persona, the ego, that it's in the way. I think it has to be because there's got to be the translation that happens. Even just say as a human being, going, ah, this is another human being. Instead of, say, distancing oneself uh, by, in a weird way, making it inaccessible. Say, if you're writing to an experience that has no persona, has no ego. Why would you want to do that? 
I'm kind of thinking in the sense of a pure connection, right? What, you know, what is it at the core that we all need? What is it we, got, we have to get back to? What is it that we're, um, that we've lost and that we're hoping to regain? Uh, I met, so this would be just a couple days ago, and I met uh, a, a drunk, uh, an alcoholic, and I'm trying to think if it's been a while. Say that I've not spoken to someone, uh, and to so this person's intoxicated, and the lines are blurred between. Like, say, the in- inappropriate behavior. You know, that, you know, say, if I took away this person's substance, and two, I'm just assuming that it was alcohol. But, yeah, if I, if I took it away, of course, they would be uh, a different person. And that, and probably, I'm, I'm just tr- sort of a- attempting to imagine this this person without the one thing I noticed about this guy was he just looked so tired even though he was rambling on energetically and it was a young guy basically possibly 30s late 20s but he was just so tired used up and there were a couple of other guys who were kind of satellites to the whole experience, and they kept on urging him to get away from us, myself and a couple people I was interviewing. And it's, it, it's weird, I keep thinking about this guy, and that there's this, that there's this importance, that I'm, I'm not going to just write him off. No, but but that that his character is important to me as as a person he's he's dangerous um, I'm fine but say you know I would always I'm I'm conscious I'm hyper conscious of what he's doing and why he's doing it and 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 as well right of course you know this person this con- the conversation ends and it's over and it will never most likely I will never see this person again but also I, I wonder right you know what happens if I if I return and if sort of I'm, I'm on the lookout for this guy kind of to influence and this is me thinking about through writing um Oh, Moss, do you want to save this guy? I'm, <laughs> I'm more caught up in taking care of myself. But it, it, it is an interesting, say, thought experiment, getting out there. Uh, but in influencing... I guess, it, yeah, through intention, influencing, but not... Uh, not in the sense of, say, rescuing someone, uh, because they can pull you under, uh, especially if, say, you're at risk. Uh, so that's something of concern for me, and you know that I, I'm looking at going. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sit down and uh, share a drink with this person, because I would, I would never feel safe in that context. It's interesting to be talking about it and bringing up this guy because he he did he did plague my thoughts for the last couple of days and and what was it there was this attempt to make the connection right that he 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 first was attempting to figure out uh, ethnicity right and uh, so he was going through this list of Sort of like, I know what you are. And, and then the other two people are, you know, you're this and you're that.
Um, and, and we were tolerant. So hooray for us. Uh, but I'm, I'm still thinking, you know, is there a way, is there a way that I can present? You know, of course, it, it, later I was thinking, well, what would it be like to just nail down the person, you know, and say, say, I know, I know why you're doing what you're doing, and but the, but the difficulty there is like, well, ultimately. Ultimately, am I right? You know, am I some kind of therapist or something? Am I, am I able to do that? To if I if I hit this guy with with what it is going on psychologically, one thing is that they they're under the influence. I suppose it's, I suppose the flip side of it is, say, really, say, directing them to uh, a 12-step program in their area, you know, having cards and just sort of handing them a card. Uh, and too, that's one thing that I find myself going over in my mind is instead of just walking by these people and rejecting them and uh, you know is there some kind of nexus point that I can direct them to even though they are you know rejecting it at least for, for myself right that I can I can do uh, yes there is so that's a that's upon me to sort of figure out and go and scoop up some of those business cards wherever they are to hand them out. Mind your own business cards. So let's say when I get in a conversation with uh, these walking wounded, uh, that I can that I can guide them, if if that's what's yeah. And two though, it's it's a very human thing. So now how to switch back to the topic of <clears throat> working with one's own story. Okay, so let's, let's say that this is part of my story, which it is, because uh, my community and my family uh, deal with addiction in, in, in various levels and various different ways, just, just in case any of them hear this and get on the horn and say, Moss, I don't have a problem. <laughs> which, is, which is, of course, the, the problem. So how to... how to look at this... Uh, how to look at the, it that way and how to work on it that way. So through the story, we are dealing with our own stuff, our own troubles going on, the wound that we're walking around with. And yeah, and, and then so we are going out. We're going out into the world with this. We've made this thing. There is enough of a distance, I think, where we can say it isn't us, obviously. That still shakes me up, thinking about that one writer who, who said that. That, you know, they had dumped everything that they are into their um, novel, and that there was no separation, there was no dividing line. Uh, and to, I, I would love to sort of talk with him again um, without him freaking out and saying, you know, look, maybe it was you, sure, you know, that time that you spent in it, but, but now, now you are you, and you are 
outside of it, and you were doing something else. You are engaging with me instead of the uh, printed page. And then we'll have this weird metaphysical conversation about... Yeah, let's head down. I'm getting a weird vibe from the crow. Okay, so... It's good to be saying this because I was trying to figure out a response to to this particular writer, but just anybody else in my own situation of seeing myself in the work and identifying with it. There's definitely a transmission going on. There's definitely, say, this consideration. But it's, it's, it's also leaving the observer, the, the reader, um, out of the uh, equation. It's like, well, what, what is their role, you know, as far as engaging with the work? You can attempt to sort of guide them and, sh- and shape them all you want, but end of the day, they have their own ego and persona. They have their own filters in place. I'm just thinking of the diversity in fandom. uh, Where you have people say that it's just about comic books. And to, you know, going even deeper into detail, it's just about dressing up. It's just about cosplay or costuming. Uh, it could be just about, say, manufacturing uh, certain items, being um, a maker, a designer, a creator. And also, too, I have this suspicion at work, sort of like a, 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 this kind of radar going off. Uh, in conversation, or hearing, say, watching a video, and um, hearing hearing this information being sort of recounted, maybe read off of a placard, and um, f- having those moments of feeling like a gatekeeper, um, and and two, it's just better to leave that alone and. <laughs> You go do what you're going to do. Right. So, we sit down, we look at this thing. Um, the, the other thing happening right now, working on this little short story, is that the intensity... Uh, the value of it. There's social commentary, um, and then there's also social commentary inside, right? Sort of this personal commentary. Uh, Engaging with things, say, that I don't have an opportunity to talk about with people. But all of a sudden, it's it's necessary to to do it this way. So, to what end? I think a bit of it is walking away from that kind of self-conversation with a greater um, understanding. Um, Obviously, it's not easy to look at, um, to deal with, to cope. Uh, and, and hopefully it's that in doing that work that we can uh, go through the day-to-day, that the burden is slightly off, like the pressure is released.
I'm just remembering uh, tuning into one writer on Twitter and that they first they they would complain about their work life. I can't remember if I actually said to them, "Well, why don't you, why don't you jettison and get into something that is uh, better for you?" So there's that, um, and and I think it was sort of like that the writing, the writing was supposed to do that, but it was overshadowed by this work uh, environment. And a kind of odd situation, too. Well, you know, uh, why stay? You know, job security, etc., etc. Part of me also goes, perhaps, though, it's, it's that it's not the job. Perhaps that it's, it's us. And two, I've, I've been there. I might end up there again. Uh, even in writing, I will sit down and be confronted with the, the frustration of, of oneself uh, getting in the way. You know, I want, to, I want to do the work, but instead... You know, it, it's like waiting, waiting at this border crossing, waiting at this impasse. I've been waylaid and uh, abducted and I've been taken off to somewhere, you know, it's like that I don't want to go. It's for your own best interest, says the captain. <clears throat> Uh, another part of it, f- for me, is that it to make sense of it. So I say, I say I, ultimately, I sat down and went, "Okay, I'm going to do this thing. I don't know where we're going, and so uh, in in plotting, right, in outlining, uh, taking several stabs at it, but ultimately just having to." in a way, go there. So he's sitting there writing it down. And then... Uh, also, too, it was, it was just this feeling. It was just this... Um, not found poetry, but it was... It was like free writing, I guess, would be a good description for it. And there are many fine proponents of it. But say you take that, and then you start to say interpret and start to break it apart and be be looking for the story, rather than just say, kind of internal monologue. Why do this thing? There is a departure there too, because you could just do the free writing and leave it at that. But even when I did the free writing, where it was very sort of introspection and emotional, just good, that there was, there was little to no n- narrative. Uh, uh, the other part of it is say that I wanted to dig in. I wanted to understand and comprehend what the writing was about, this free writing. Uh, as the process goes along, what I'm envisioning is that, like say, I want to get really close to uh, to my uh, day-to-day struggles. Or say, especially like right now, the, uh, the reason for, like say, why can't, why, you know, why am I stopping myself? Why is my subconscious getting in the way and saying, hey, there's something you really have to deal with right now? To which I've fired back responses. Well, there's things that you really have to deal with right now. <laughs> so it's, it's this correspondence within. 
uh, it's amazing too because this part of oneself is able to stop traffic, right? To a dead halt, uh, is able to uh, slow down productivity um, to a grinding halt, uh, is, has, has this power, this veto ability to just stop things. So it's very cool to be going and going, okay, all right, let's do, let's do what you want to do. And we'll do this, you know, chunk. And we'll do it, make it intense and potent. And, and, and then hopefully that will be enough and we can get, you know, back to work. On other stuff that is supposed to be potent and everything. That's the, that's the thing is what my subconscious wants to do is personally potent. You know, not sort of like this potency of... <laughs> this external potency where somebody picks up the book and goes, oh man, this is awesome. Instead, it's, you know, the, the, uh, the subconscious is, is all about itself. Is that true? I, as I go along in, the, in these drafts, it, there is a relevancy and I see, I look at it and I go, well, yeah, everybody deals with this. Um, this, you know, the day-to-day grind. So, so there is a connection there, right? As you enter and you, you know, you would go, oh, I know this. I know this feeling. I know this situation. I know that struggle, But, 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 I guess it's in a way I don't know, and of, of course, I don't know the subconscious. That sort of, it's a, it's a gamble. It's a kind of making sense of it. I'm also prepared for it to, uh, to not be something that I can show other people. So far, so good. Uh, and very interesting. And it, it's something, it's something, my first thought was, oh, I can share this with my science fiction convention. Um, you know, the, the, that, that's the avenue. And it's short. So even say if they, if they're, not thrilled with it, <laughs> they don't have to commit, right? Right, okay, moving on. So, so you sit down, you look at you look at the work, and you go, this is me, and there's an opportunity to work with it, there's an opportunity to shape uh, what is happening. Positive influence. For some reason I'm thinking of the for, of the drunk that I encountered on the weekend and there was a definite uh, my, with myself and the other two people there was a definite like say in contrast with others that say yeah I would think most of the people that were there were a bit devoid uh, which is and to, I'm, I'm just speaking of say uh, how they appeared um, I had my uh, blaring orange uh, Hawaiian shirt uh, and two chosen uh, before that and it's like that's uh, it has for me it has this sort of great um, quality so there's that then uh, the other two people uh, were were dressed very unique and say so where I might have bright uh, they had 
like say mine was still a shirt, whereas theirs got very um, uh, creative and diverse and interesting. Cat, uh, for example, cat with a K, she was holding a bright uh, stuffed uh, animal and uh, her clothing was I think I can say it was like a mix of fairy tale and goth if I can say it like that and then uh, uh, her companion who uh, Professor Huvian Art who, who goes by who and uh, his hair, uh, he's got this curly hair, and it's dyed uh, uh, a blue, definitely blue. I I'm not sure if it's a bright blue, but it's definitely blue. I want to say royal blue. I'm going to check into that. But anyways. And uh, he had um, some other clothing uh, that immediately for me suggested uh, Doctor Who. And uh, uh, into it was quite a lot of fun sitting with them, but also say the, the visual component. Uh, to get back to this uh, drunk guy, um, no wonder he was, you know, drifting over and talking and, you know, engaging <laughs> at an at inopportune time, because it was like right in the middle, and I was sort of talking over him as I was uh, talking to. Uh, who and cat. <clears throat> there's there's this suggestion I think in in the present presentation of the three of us, less so myself, but even then, that say we don't have to we don't have to dress like everybody else, and why not? wear something interesting and unique uh, and stand out. So if, if the pain has to do with being, with not being yourself, you know, then here was a, vis a visual representation of three people who were being themselves, more so. Uh, and we we weren't on anything, uh, there was no intoxication, it was just about conversation. Uh, and there was this playing with ideas, which, which was very cool. <laughs> like I was trying to encapsulate them, like sort of how do I present you, right? What do, what, how do I sum you up? And, and there was this kind of, uh, was it aversion or... Uh, Evasion. There we go. But but I, th I I think we I think we got there. I think we we were able to uh, communicate. Uh, and it's tough to push everything aside with somebody who's under the influence. And, and yet, I also in engaging with the work uh, and, um, say, doing it for the subconscious, like responding to the subconscious and going, okay, let's do this thing, let's go there, wherever it is. You know, let's, let's channel, let's, and, and two, let's channel, but let's also connect and... Uh, let's you know push aside all of the all of the difficult stuff and to talk about the difficult stuff but let's let's push aside the the veneer and um, uh, get get to the point and to obviously it's not us Right. Obviously, you know, I am not, I am not the written work. 
I guess I could say that the pure communication uh, is it is where you're pouring yourself into the work, which I keep coming back to this um, this analogy of pouring, putting oneself in there. But but also but also creating. So it's not just like boom, you're in the work, but uh, working with it, you know, the narrative. Because we each have a narrative, right? So it's, a, it's an opportunity to work with our own narrative to open it up. Go, oh, well, why is it that way? Uh, why do I require alcohol to get through the day, right? You know, what is, what is the horrible thing uh, about not having alcohol, you know, getting closer to that horrible thing, the horrible thing. And in, in that inner communique, that that's, that's, that's where we're getting closer to, to being our the, yeah, true self. <laughs> true self, self with a capital S, self-actualized, whatever you want to call it. Um, over the weekend, it was... Inner child was another way to describe it. Right. How are we doing? Oh, we're, oh, we're there. Well, uh, thank you for listening. It was a bit rambly, but... I think it was mostly on topic. Take care. And, yeah. Um, write something. Write something important. Um, personally. You know, write something that is... Um, that you're dealing with. And struggling with. Take care.